Hey, this is Neil from Royal Bliss. We have our new record, our new EP coming out. Five songs of pure bliss, June 3rd, worldwide. June 4th, at the Royal, the big party. Royal Bliss, Wayne Hoskins Band, Candy's River House, the School of Rock, after party with Berlin Breaks and Candlebox inside. Come party with us. You think you get stupid questions? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Stupid Questions with Jason Harvey. Um, I'm Jason Harvey and thank you for listening. We're going to jump right in. I've got an awesome guest on the show today. Uh, Dave Ross is here. Hello. Hey. I'm playing with your dog. That's fine. Franny is Hello here. dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey man, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. hi Franny, coming over to see me now. Are you going to take a picture of me, too? It seems like she's the special guest. She is. Uh, she's pretty much every day of my life is the, yeah. is the special guest. She's my special guest. I have, uh, I have a joke where I talk about getting out of pet rent <laughs> because of uh, emotional support animal, where it's like, oh, it's not a pet anymore. It's an emotional support sure, animal. Yeah. And so I refer to her as, and that's my suicide dog. You know, who's going to feed her when I'm dead? I I'm- have to stay alive. That's great. I mean, also that dog will keep you away from suicide. That dog's great. Yeah, she is great. She's I like sometimes she, I think when you were like, "What is she do? What is she looking at?" Uh, my roommate Natasha and I have talked about like she's just contemplating jumping. Like <laughs> yeah. she's depressed. This you know, apartment's just got. It's all over. It's all. You know what? Uh, it's been a good run for me. I got pet a lot. Got got, <laughs> got pet got, a lot. Got some treats. That was pretty cool. Earned those treats. I sat so pretty. Yeah. I did what he said, it's, and then he gave me the treat. Uh, it's it's all over it's for basically me. Basically, stand up. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, it essentially is. Yeah, stand up is one of the only art forms that you get the instant, like, oh, that worked or didn't work. Oh, absolutely. Oh, cool. Oh, shit. She's laying on is my she, bag now. For, oh, she's <laughs> <It's> okay. <laughs> I mean, as long as she's not like a peeing on a bag. No, type she of lady. no, no, she's a. She is a, a lady. Girl. She's a classy okay. lady. Uh, I sometimes call her France. Like, sure, her really Francis. Francis. Because yeah. I'm like, you're kind of dignified. You deserve that. Yeah, you yeah. deserve that today, Francis. Oh, Francis, you look <laughs> so good. I love the lady you've become. I'm really <laughs> proud of that. Yeah, she's cool. She's yeah, just, yeah, she's chill. She's pretty, pretty relaxed. So, uh, just like me right now. Yeah. It's been a get, crazy day. Get comf- yeah, get comfy, man. Thanks, Fuck it. man. Of course. Um, and yeah, feel free. Basically, anything but hate speech goes on. Oh, well, that is my main thing. Yeah. Hate speech. You saw my set tonight. Yeah, I did. I, oh, just, boy. It's just... Just ugh. hate speech and cum. <laughs> Honestly, anything that's not straight, white, and male. I'm like, no thanks. Ugh. Yeah. Get it out of my sight. Is that in the Bible? Is it's it in, in the, the Bible? Bible? Is it in the Bible? <laughs> if it's in the Bible, I'm okay with it. <laughs> if it's not, get it out of here. Yeah, I don't man. even have a television. Me neither, because it's not a Bible. It's not in the Bible. I know. I eat the Bible. I drink the Bible. Mm-hmm. I shit the Bible. Well, that makes sense if you eat the you, Bible. I mean, you got to shit the Bible. Yeah. It's the science. The Bible, it's, it comes uh, out just the same way it people went People would say that's science. I would just say that's the Bible. It's the Bible. It's how the, I mean, it's, it's basically, I think it's written in the Bible that if you eat the Bible, you will shit the Bible. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. There is a, book some, of shit. There is some gems in, in the Bible. I have actually uh, once 
had my Mormon mother tell me, put that book down when I was like, yeah, well, did you know that this is in here? Oh, because you were calling out. Yeah, yeah. like, hey, did you know that there the word piss is in the Bible, Mom? It's a... Uh, Whoa. Yeah, like in Second Kings or something like that. I, I used to know because it was like, oh, well, I'm going to use this to my advantage so I can say piss all the time. There's so many things in the Bible that you could use that book to make an argument for literally anything. Oh, so many awful it's things. Crazy. Well, that's the weird thing, too, is that like... Swearing. If I'm cursing, that's the least of. Uh, well, it's not in the Bible. Those words aren't in the Bible, Jason. Well, oh, that's do you interesting. Know, do you know what words are in the Bible? <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what acts are in the Bible? Like there is yeah. a guy in. I think it's in Judges chapter 19. This isn't what I meant to even talk about, but in Judges chapter 19, there's a guy who he ends up like coming into town with his daughters, and the uh, he ends up staying with. Or no, I'm sorry. Some guy comes to town, and he stays with this guy. And this guy has daughters, and the town people come out, and they're like, hey, send that guy out so we can get to know him. And meaning, like, send him out here. We all want to, like, bang him. Whoa. And uh, Weird. Yeah, no in the Old Testament, like, and he knew her, meant like, and he got up in her, you know? Like, really? It was, yeah, oh, yeah. Am I wow, making the Bible a bit that. more? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, guy, there guy's like no i can't send him out but i'll send out one of my daughters and so the guy sends his daughter out she's raped to death and then they cut her into 12 pieces and send her to each one of the 12 tribes of israel what i don't know what the i still like i i know that that's in there and i don't know it's in the old testament old testament yeah Yeah. i don't know what the fuck it means like what the fuck (laughs) is it in there for like why are you telling me that history like what is the point what did i what moral lesson do i learn that there are also even women didn't mean shit in the old testament well there are a lot of those women didn't mean shit things yeah you know the whole bible yeah that that's the main thing that has always really vexed me about the Bible. I, I am not religious in the least. I wasn't raised religious in the least, so and I've never read the Bible, so I don't know a lot about it from but from reading about it and reading the little bits of it I have, yeah. I am like pretty shocked to see the amount of like rules there are for treating women. <laughs> it's very crazy. Like if a woman does this thing, you kill her in this way. Oh, and yeah, if she and does Old this Testament thing, you weird... kill her in this way. Why, like, why are we getting so creative with our hatred for this gender that creates life? Uh, it's very, it's even as well, a kid, it was because it was the same thing. It, it, the way they viewed women, unfortunately, it was like, well, if so, let's say that you had a, this ox, and that ox kicked down this guy's little shed that he oh, had. Oh, they treat it like property. But Women yeah, the property. whole thing okay. is like, well, now we have to chop. We've got to take this ox to the town square and make it public that this ox, we, look, we took care of it. We chopped this ox's head off now. And it, it it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. Wow. And I think that that's, I think that that's probably uh, a big problem with earlier today, not on the podcast, in while driving to the show, you and I talked about marriage. And, and mm-hmm. like with things that are wrong, and I think that's part of what is wrong with what changes things from like when you get married is because you, if you when you grow up religious, and I didn't feel I didn't feel this way, but I've seen it with so many I've seen it with so many people that they basically 
not I don't I don't want to say like ownership over women, but that's the only way to really you just come out and straight up like that's what it is, is they have right. this well, my wife has to listen to me. And it's right. a weird I saw like when I was in Philadelphia, I was doing door to door security cells and the majority of the people that I was out there with were Mormon. Okay. And I remember one uh my wife telling me that one of because they would all the all all the wives would hang out together while all the men were at work, right? And uh, so she would tell me some of the shit, and I was just blown the fuck away by it. Like, how can that? You're talking about like like their husband saying, saying they have stuff. to do something, yeah, basically, and and almost using like, uh. Well, I, I'm I'm in charge for receiving revelation from God for our family because, uh, like that's that's what I man. Get, because I'm the man of the house and I have priesthood. Uh, God, it's a God's gift and it's God's power that He gave to a man, and you can't have that. But you get to be a baby factory, <laughs> which is the best <laughs> thing. Like, uh, yeah, this yeah. is what I, uh, honest to God, growing up, this is what I I was told, and women accepted it, and right. and now I think there's. There's some people going, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you you realize that. But I think though, yeah, yeah. But, but I think though, and you yeah. think though, yeah, exactly. So why, why, yeah. Why am I not allowed to think the things I think? Yeah, but I mean, well, because uh, well, here's the problem with that is that God didn't tell me to tell you to think those things. <laughs> That's simply what it is. Wow. And uh, that is crazy. Yeah. So I have never, ever dated a girl who would have accepted that kind of shit from me ever. No, and, you shouldn't. That's the whole <laughs> yeah. thing. How unattractive is that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you better. I mean. You better cook the meatloaf the way I want the meatloaf fucking cooked. I don't care how. There is how your mom, your mom's meatloaf's bullshit now because now it's my house that you get to live in with me. Right. Oh man. It, it, dark, I mean, it, it wasn't that. It, it's so much. I realize that a lot it's of it's so, tradition. Yeah, I, it you know, is. I, I don't mean to. Yeah, I don't. No, not you're not going to offend. You're, I yeah. was like, you're not going to offend me, and maybe the people that you might offend maybe need to be offended, but. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not worried about offending those people. I am, like, concerned with, you know, when you start talking about religion, they're, like, as someone who's never really been religious at all, um, See, and I you really... See, you grew up, you were, you grew up not far from where Mormonism started in upstate New York. Do you oh, know much yeah. about that? Yeah, it's no, like, I was where like, did it start? In, uh, shit, now... Uh, now I've actually got to think. I haven't had to think about any of this shit forever. It was uh, in upstate New York, um, Palmyra, maybe. I think I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, Elmira. No, I don't know, no, know where. That's the town that I know of in upstate New Elmira. York. Elmira. Yeah, but there's. That's, uh, that's it. <laughs> I don't know much of most of northern New York. I. Yeah, yeah. I guess you were not far out of yeah, the we're city, just though. Like so fifty miles north of the city, we were basically yeah. in North Jersey. I know a lot about. Jersey. Jersey. We could talk Jersey if you want. No, but yeah, I like, I certainly don't. So is Jersey feel... like New York then? Is it pretty much just? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. It is. yeah. It is. I'm a big defender of Jersey when I'm not there. And then when I'm there, I'm like, fuck this place. Yeah. And, you know, just because I'm, I'm sure you're like that with Utah, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe not. Because um, Jersey is like, um, it's, you know, there's New York City, right? Yeah. And then 
there's Westchester just north of that that's like a really rich suburban area. Generally, it's rich. And Long Island is its own thing. But then once you get above Westchester, New York is bumfuck. It's like, it's redneck. And there yeah. are exceptions to that rule, but that's mostly what it is. And Jersey is basically that, except Jersey is kind of like a, it's like the metropolitan area of New York City fading into the metropolitan area of Philadelphia. That's like kind of what Jersey is. It's like this that sounds- never ending massive strip mall of people <laughs> like that are from two two of these major cities blending together into kind of just a mess of construction. Yeah. And so that's why when people go there, they're like, this place sucks. But it's it's not it's like great. There's a lot of great things going on. And and the thing about Jersey that's really great is a sense of humor. Yeah. And I it's even more like the accents are thicker. They're more the people in that part of the world are funny in a really incredible almost like way. Boston, and almost like a Boston, like is it kind of like yeah, kind of Bostony, like yeah. working class type of. There's a lot of like, like okay, Boston and Philly have always had a thing in common to me where I like when I'm there, I get the feeling that I'm about to get the shit kicked out of me oh, at any moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Jersey. You're about to get screamed at at any moment, and they love you. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. a very – there's a lot of love. Like my friend Will Weldon has this joke about getting on the – not knowing how to get on the train in New York, and he was doing something wrong, and uh, he like couldn't put his ticket in, and the guy is like, hey, moron, what are you doing? Or something like that. And he's like, oh, I can't get in. And he's like, you're doing it wrong. Do it this way, then you can get on. Your stop's over there. You'll find it, you know? So the guy was like a huge dick and helpful. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I just quoted my friend's joke. <laughs> but I mean, actually, I butchered my friend's joke. But that's what it, Jersey's like. It's like, hey, fuck you. I love you. <laughs> uh, and that's what I like about it there. Like, literally, it's just so aggressive. But I think it comes from living in the shadow of like a ton of other places and that's why exactly where i'm from is like that nor like so like the beginning of upstate new york we're so close to new york city but we're not new york city and yeah. we all know it's there um so we want to be that but also want to be our own thing and so everyone's like develops this like really kind of new york aggression while also being kind of like ah eh, but, but you know shit's kind of fucked up yeah. though yeah but yeah. you got it you got your own problems too yeah. and i get that yeah no big deal you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a funny place. Um, Jersey. <laughs> I haven't been back in a while, but I always have fun when I'm there. So we've already like just kind of bullshitted into religion without even like really talking much about like. So you're in from L.A. Yeah. You started doing comedy there. You're somewhere around years seven ago. years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, had run some fucking awesome shows. In L.A. Mm-hmm. Ben, that's true, had an I guess. Off- yeah. 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 That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, it's interesting to say. It's hard to say, yeah, man. I ran when, some it's, well, great it's, shows. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and here's the whole thing is I know that because of running it, running shows. It's yeah. hard to be like, fuck, yeah, I'm doing good things. People like it. But I can at least go. This is good. This is good. Like the because at least I'm whether I want to admit that what I'm doing is good, the people I've booked are the people mm-hmm. that I put on the show are actually being funny and they're, you know, so and I'm, the people I'm who came are enjoying exactly. it. Well, that's the thing with a live show. Actually, I guess it's hard for me to say 
I never I've enjoy ran. the show until it's over. I have yeah. to, the show has to be done, and then I can be like, yeah, that was a good show. It's tough to say. I like you asked me. I've ran some great shows there. It's tough to say it now because, like, my first show that got pretty big was Holy Fuck, and it's just been so much time. But like with a live show, I have kind of actually gotten to a point where people are like, "This is a great show," and I'm like, "Yeah, it is a great show," because like. There's just no denying it. It's just like stand up in that way where like if people are laughing and really enjoying it and it's full all yeah. the time, it's like and you're getting press like there's all this evidence and uh, you can't it's not subjective. It's hard. If I were to be like my sketch group is amazing, that is harder to say, yeah. even though I do fucking feel. No, that way. I will. <laughs> you know I, I, mean? I can say that. I, yeah. And I will say that you should definitely check out women. Oh, well, that's not that, that's the name of my sketch group. Yes. He's not saying no. no yeah. <laughs> yeah, check out women, dude. Oh, my um, God. No, but yeah, it's easier when a, with a live show when you have this weekly evidence of people like enjoying themselves and it like being fulfilling for the comics. Yeah, it was good. Holy fuck was good. I've run. I mean, I've run a bunch of shows um, and three of them have gotten like pretty popular and big and have like a really good reputation. But, you know. There's some other ones I've run that not so much. And that's just the way it fucking goes, you know? Yeah. Jake Weissman and I, <laughs> we, ran, we ran a show while I was running uh, Holy Fuck. We were talking on Gchat one day and we were like, dude, what's a show that we could run where we wouldn't have to do any promoting work, where we just have a built-in crowd and we could book people and they would love it. And then it would be like another place to like have a great set a month or a week. And we were like, at a college. There are so many kids at a college. And I was like, well, I went to USC. Why don't I just hit up their events department, see what happens? They probably have an events. I mean, I know of one, at yeah. least, that they have. And hit them up. And they were super interested. And they were like, oh, yeah, totally. And then they showed us the space. They have a brand new performance space that seats like 100 or 200 or something. Oh, and it's attached awesome. to the campus bar. And we were so stoked. But then... <laughs> um, USC campus is a walking campus and the new bar and new performance venue were in the back of the new commons and there was no sign or anything. So no one ever fucking went there and everyone at college generally is under 21. So they can't drink at the, the bar, campus yeah. bar. So they're not actively seeking it out. They're all getting drunk in their dorm room and they didn't promote it. And we weren't allowed to put flyers up on campus. So, and like I said, it's a pedestrian campus. So like you have to park like at one end of the campus and then walk to the middle of campus where the venue wow. is. So <laughs> not only did no one go to the show, every comedian couldn't find the venue. So they would like be calling us and we're in the basement, not getting reception. Eventually they would find it, perform to five people and bomb. And but like I'm talking about like our lineups were like <laughs> You know, we're in L.A. and we know, like, the comics I'm going to list weren't nearly as big back then. This was in, like, 2010 or 11, probably. But 2011, for sure, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but it was, like, like Pete Holmes did the show, Kumail Nanjiani, Gerard Carmichael. Wow. Um, yeah, fucking, I can't even think of who else. Like, People that are huge now, they we were just like, do do our show, and they're like, yeah, totally, and they came, ate shit, thanked us, left, <laughs> and probably went home and fucking talked shit about us for a week, 
Right and rightfully so. So yeah, you know, I run some good shows and some bad shows. Yeah, um, I, I know all. I know all about that. Yeah, I've definitely. <laughs> well, yeah. Done the, yeah, I mean, you don't. It's all the, learning. The first you know? time Derek Sheen came out, I think he performed for twelve people, and I think they were all comics, and it was just like, fuck, what yeah. The fuck am i doing like how the fuck how did i not i know well yeah and well now you know though from being a comic for a while that like the comedian doesn't ever think of it that way i no. don't i mean if like if i go somewhere and people are welcoming and they like worked on a show yeah i'm grateful yeah. yeah and like because you fucking know like you so many things can contribute to a show not going well or people not coming or whatever, you yeah. know? Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, or Memorial whatever, Day weekend. You know, whatever it is. That well, I mean, we had a good it, turnout tonight. I don't know why I'm like... No, but I know what you mean. Like, yeah, yeah there's always... I'm always... I, I've always, like, really... Uh, I always laugh um, with when we get to that part of the conversation with the show because I, I can't remember the last time I did a show out of town where the booker didn't say something to the effect of, well, blah, blah, blah is happening. So I don't know about crowd. Like every, every single time. time I go to a city, cause it's either there's all the holidays, yep. like fuck Memorial day, dude. And then there's like local sports shit. Yep. Like, Oh, championship dude. Um, or just the fact that that's the only thing going on in that town. Uh, or then there's like, ah, oh, it's pumpkin festival. You know what I mean? <laughs> like weird local shit. Like, yeah, it's lemon day. So eh, everyone's out throwing lemons at their kids or whatever <laughs> happens <laughs> yeah, on lemon day. <laughs> Yeah. Because what else do you do with lemons? If you ain't going to throw them at your kids, you're wasting a lemon. Not for eating, I'll tell you what. You are wasting a lemon. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Derek was perfectly happy with that. Oh, show. no, he was totally happy with it. And, I mean, it, well, he, he had his album that he was sold. So, I mean, he made he made money off of merch. Cool. And then, I mean, every time he's come back since he hasn't had to rent a room or anything like that, I've always been like, just don't pay for, please don't pay for shit when you're yeah. in town. Because I don't know what the show will be like. And I don't want you to right. pay for anything and be. Like, yeah. In, 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 no, you guys are great, man. So. I'm really like, yeah, you guys have been really good to me. Good. I'm really happy I came through. I, am too, I mean, that man. show was, was a fucking lot of... nuts, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I had a good time. It was especially fucking nuts because of the the mental state that I was in when I got to town because yeah. like just exhausted, just so exhausted. And you know, I should have, <laughs> I should have known, but like, it's especially bad this week. I don't know if I told you exactly. I like kind of alluded to it, but so I had the whole tour booked with a few days off, but not really that many. Yeah. And then like a day or two off I had got eaten up. So I think in oh, the yeah, whole yeah. six weeks I have one day off and it's next Wednesday and I literally lied to Bridgetown and told them I wouldn't be there on Wednesday even though I got an Airbnb and will be there so I have a deal but then while <laughs> while I was in New Orleans which was on the 10th the producers of that show on Comedy Central this is not happening called me yeah and they were like we want you to tape the show and I was like well that is exactly what I want to do yeah and they were oh, like wow. can you tape May 24th and I was like of course I can <laughs> yeah but that meant I had to like, I I was in Cincinnati through the twenty second. I had a show in Rock Island, Illinois on Monday, Des Moines Tuesday, Omaha Wednesday, Denver Thursday, Fort Collins Friday and Saturday, and so I had to like figure out how to do it. I ended up, this is what I did. I moved the Rock Island show to Wednesday. I had to cancel the Des Moines show. Sorry guys, I love Des Moines so much. I felt so bad. I had to cancel the Denver show. 
in Omaha, I was there on Thursday. So I, I was in Cincinnati on Sunday night. After my show, I drove to Indianapolis. I, I woke up, I got like a shitty hotel, woke up in the morning, drove to Chicago, flew to LA from Chicago, went on a first date that night because there's a girl I've been crushing on and that oh. we've been talking. What? And uh, we hung out and it was dope. Uh, but that also meant we hung out a lot. Yeah. So I lost some sleep that night. And then I, I then got up, hung out with her and, uh, and then taped. Then my flight was at nine out of LAX. I had to, I got to bed at like two in the morning, maybe even later. I had to get up at six, <laughs> go to LAX, fly to Chicago, get my car at a long-term parking, drive from the airport to Rock Island, Illinois, which is three hours, do a show, crash. Then I had to drive to Omaha the next day, do a show. And I'm still like losing sleep the whole time. And then I drove to Fort Collins, which is like eight hours or more from Omaha. Yeah. And luckily I was there for two days, so I caught up on sleep some, but then I lost sleep again the last night because of some stupid bullshit, and then I drove here. So that's been my week. I showed up like, uh, like not, and you know, and I've uh, been in the car all day, and, and i just like, oh, and I feel so bad when that happens because I am normally like, I'm so stoked to be in a new city. Yeah. You guys are so great. I, I'm like smiling and, and like joking, and I could barely... I could barely hold my head up. You're like, I and then can't do I'm shit. I'm like right trying, now. and I kept like apologizing to people. I'm sorry. I'm like normally fun. <laughs> no, do, then, you honestly like. I hope you don't feel bad. I it was a such a fucking fun show watching dude, you. Like, well, yeah, it was, it was it, and literally. And I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, you're but fine. But what the craziest thing was, I I was having so much fun on stage, and then I ate that fucking hot pepper. <laughs> Which sucked in a lot of ways, but it like really like kicked me into awake mode. Yeah, and uh, and it I became like I got kind of like manic on stage, and it made it like made me it like took all the tired away. It yeah. was nuts. And then I ate a second one, which was real stupid, <laughs> and I coughed so hard I pulled a stomach muscle. Oh man, dude, <laughs> what a crazy night! I know. Oh, <laughs> when you reached for the water and like I saw because I saw you like cough and I was like, oh man, that was a, that was a like a deep. I was yeah. like, wow, that was a good cough. That was a that was like I, I, co next that, cough. That was a I'm cough for help, up. you know? Yeah, like, yeah. A, cough, <laughs> a like, cough for help. Yeah, like yeah, there were some there were some brutal coughings in there for sure. I Super I just fun, remember though, yeah I. Sushi is what I fucking hate. Sushi. Oh yeah, such, you were saying. Such a gross. I don't know. It's gross to me. Uh, Megan, she's uh, from Kentucky, and so she told me. She's like, "Yeah, you just hang out with too many white people if people are telling you how great sushi is all the time." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "That's you're probably right." I was like, "There's probably not a lot of sushi places in the South." And she's like, "Nope." I hadn't even heard of sushi until I went to college, which maybe you I remember heard the term, but. I had never had it or been near it ever. Do you know where sushi? The only thing that I remember sushi from as a kid is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cartoon that Master Splinter would eat it, and all the Ninja Turtles were like, "That's disgusting." And then I don't like, even remember that. Like, and I used oh, to watch man. that yeah. show constantly. It looked gross. Whatever he was eating always looked gross. Like <laughs> it was like a. It looked more like a spring roll, like in my head yeah. now. It was like this thing, but he's just like eating it with chopsticks and talking about sushi. And they're like, no, it's not pizza. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> Man, that show, 
That show is really, really an amazing thing. Oh, isn't it's it? so fucking good, dude. The honestly, that it even it's so got good. made into anything is so crazy. And I remember the first day it played. Because, really? Yes, I do. Because you're a little older than me. I am. Huh? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I turned 35 in October. So when and did it, it start I, playing? It in '84. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, I was and two. So, so yeah. So I, but I can't remember. I don't remember what cartoon it replaced. But I loved that fucking cartoon that it replaced. And so I was waiting for that cartoon to come on. And then this happens. And I was like, oh, we'll see. Yeah. And then immediately was like, yep, I'm <laughs> fine with whatever. It's so crazy, it's, isn't it? Yeah. And that's, I hated pizza until, like, as a kid, I was like, mm -mm. I'm so, I'm really? really weird. I'm so fucking You hated weird. pizza until that yep. show? I'm so weird <laughs> about, I'm so fucking amazing. weird about food. Like, I'm so fucking, yeah, I hate it about, it's one well, of the things Well, that's why you that, hate fucking sushi, then. Yeah. I, it's one of the things, but I've tried it. Like I've made myself try it, but yeah. also like on my mission, I had to eat at people like strangers' houses every night, and so I'm just like, there were things that were so fucking terrible, and I'm like, God, I just have to. Are you a fake. really picky eater? Yeah, yeah. I, and I hate it. Like I really wish I wasn't, and I've tried to branch out, but there's like textures and tastes that I'm like, fuck that, like I can't have it. Like just fuck that. Yeah, and I wish. Like, that's the one thing, like, one, not the one thing, there's several things, and I'm like, if I could change all of these things, but that's one of the main things, because I wish I could enjoy going and eating with, with people, like, going to a nice restaurant and having someone be like, this fucking thing, and it's just like, ah, uh, god damn it, dude, it just does, in and out is so good, dude, why the <laughs> fuck are we here? You know that we could go through the drive-thru and just drive home what and is it? avoid like, people. Is it you, you can't? I mean, you just have like, I have heard that there's a type of, it's not a type of taste bud, but it's, there's like a type of like taste arrangement, taste bud yeah. arrangement people can have, or like predisposition. There's like some kind of condition where you just like everything tastes fucking terrible to you, except certain, things. certain things. Like that's how I, yeah, like psychological thing. Is that what it is? Like yeah, a you, lot of the way. Yeah. I, I would say that. Cause it's hard for me to branch out. Like, like um, what would you, okay. Give me an example of a food that you would eat and then what it would taste like. Like what's something that you, okay. Sushi. When you put it in your mouth, Cause like I love sushi, it's so really, good. See, and, uh, Do you? Does it make you want to throw up? Yeah, a lot of the like time. Shit? No, like, like sushi isn't one of them that like makes me want to necessarily like throw up. They're like mustard. Mu mustard's such a strong flavor, and sure. it really is just like fuck anything. Like I've even had people like, well, brown mustard. If you try this or honey mustard, and I'm like, no, it's just all like every. Wow, one, everything I've tried is awful, and I hate. Are you it. good with like coffee and beer and oh. stuff? Yes. Yeah. That's I love coffee. I yeah. love, love coffee. Um, beer. I like, I, beer, it depends. Um, but I, beer is a, a lot more enjoyable for me though, because I think, I don't know why beer is interesting to me. It, there's well, yeah. so I much mean, you that probably, you can do craft wise. I mean, like, also you, like micro brewed and stuff. Yeah. Wanting to get drunk when you're young. That's true. Yeah. See, but I always drink hard alcohol in order to get drunk. Oh, I, really? I remember the first beer I ever had was a Keystone and I was like, I'll never again <laughs> yeah. have a beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and that then, makes sense. And then I had a Bud Light like years later and I was like, oh man, this isn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it was. And Dude. now I could not, I I really couldn't drink a Bud Light. It's so like watered down and flavorless Isn't to me. Isn't that so interesting how that happens but, with but beer? But Pabst still tastes, like yeah. Pabst is one of those beers that I'm like, no, this still tastes great. I'm like that with Trader Joe's beers. I'm like, these beers are great. 
Because I've never had, I've never, never had them. No, but there's Trader a tra- Joe's. Yeah, there's there a Trader is? Joe's right down the street. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, you should. They're like Pabst equivalent is is great. Modern times, modern it's times. Like, yeah, it's cheap as shit, and I I really like it. A lot of people think it's swill garbage, but I don't well, know. Well, but there's some people that hey, Pabst. Yeah. It's fucking gross, and yeah, Pabst yeah. is like I don't normally I I like microbrews better than most beers, but. Yeah, Pabst is for some reason okay. It is good. I I'm also okay with Miller Lite for whatever reason. Yep, Miller Lite like is Miller not Lite. bad. Coors I do not like. Yeah, and Coors I Coors got ruined for me because I worked I worked for Zoomies for years, and then I'd always go to these parties where they would like just like hey. silver bullet, dude. Yeah, they <laughs> and it was in Colorado, so they'd fly us out to Colorado to go snowboarding, and then we just drink and like I I like I did get to like drink beers and smoke weed with Ryan Dunn. That was pretty badass. Yeah, that's you know? pretty cool. And uh, Did he die? Yeah. Ugh. And honestly, uh, of all, like, I got to meet, I, I met Bam Margera, and he may have just been having a shitty day. I don't know. But he wasn't but he was very cool. Nice. No, not nice at all. Didn't even look at me when I was like, hey, I was fucked up. I was like, I tried cocaine the first time. Oh, yeah. Like the night before. So I was up all night drinking, and then I just kept drinking. I walked on the baggage claim at the Denver airport. Mm-hmm. I knocked over a garbage can, too. Just like walked. <laughs> straight into it didn't even see it, it was on Whoa. the phone and just like ate shit like probably it had to have been great for everybody but me because <laughs> i know my face just went like straight into the just like right into the ground yeah well but uh i was fucking drunk but yeah i met him and he wasn't very cool and i i re- did tell him to fuck off i remember that because i was just so fucking drunk i was like fine oh, no i said fine fuck you because he wouldn't drink any of the jaeger that i had i met ryan I, I walked up right i was lost i got kicked out of this vip bar because they wouldn't let me in uh-huh. and so <laughs> no well, way we've to, all been there no yeah. way to find out you're not important or very totally i might be important but i wasn't very important that night and they were like you can't be here yeah so i walked out and i was fucking really drunk and lost and then rake yawn like the yeah, yeah i know the light lion mane yeah the hair was just i saw him and i was like oh god that guy hates mustard <laughs> i hate mustard and i had a big bottle of jaeger in my coat and i walked up and i was like said the same thing like you hate mustard you should drink some of this <laughs> so he starts drinking it then a joint gets handed to me and i was like well fuck yeah <laughs> so smoke a joint and then he like the two other people that were with him walk off and he's like hey come just follow me into this bar and he walks right up to bam's table and i saw ryan dunn i was like ryan dunn your beard is fucking awesome you should (laughs) i was like i said i have something for you under the table and he's like no i'm good and i was like oh it's just jaeger and he was like okay cool because i think he was like what kind of fucking drugs is this dude i can't take drugs from this This fucking guy Well, this guy I've never met. Murdery, he looks, dude. Like this Charles Manson looking motherfucker can't. You don't take drugs from him. He'll have me murdering. Oh, that's interesting. People. I didn't see that. You do look like yeah, Charles Manson. It's, have yeah. you been getting that your yeah, whole life? Not my whole life. I used to get. Oh man, if you got fat, you'd look just like Jack Black. Oh man, School of Rock was so good. I'm like, I didn't make. I'd fucking had nothing to do with that other than I gave them my money. I saw it. Yeah, it was good. Sure. Yeah, it was good. We saw it, it together. Good. Yeah, yeah. I had so many people tell me, like, I ran it. School of Rock. Jack. Yeah, I ran at School of Rock last night. But, like, and then what? all the time, like, it was like, you guys know I'm not even, I'm not even fucking related to him. Oh I've never dude, even met him. I was just in Nashville and walking out of a show. I was on tour for a little over a week with my friend Todd Masterson, uh, who's so funny. 
and is not well okay i'll tell you the story first uh i was walking out with my friend brandon jazz who's great one of my best friends runs shows in nashville and he this dude walks up to brandon me and goes um do you think uh dan would let me take a picture with him and i was like what uh and he goes do you think i could take a photo with mr Harmon?" and pointed at my friend todd and we were like absolutely he'll let you take a photo with him <laughs> And so the guy, the, <laughs> the guy thought Todd was Dan Harmon and oh went up and took a photo God. with him. And Todd, if you look at him, looks kind of like Dan Harmon, but Dan is maybe six feet tall and Todd has got to be six, eight. <laughs> and Todd is gay in a way that like, like in a way that Dan Harmon will never be gay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. there is no... Their faces look a little alike, but in all of their disposition and personality, and just how they and, hold themselves. Yeah, in in every there's no way you would ever confuse those two. How the drunk was, was the person? Not drunk, and yeah, it was great. We were like, hell yeah, man, just go talk to him. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah, I had one person uh, when I was I was working like in the mall, and they walked by the store and they saw me, and I had longer hair and a long beard at the time i had been growing my beard out just i'm like fuck it let's let it go for the whole summer i'm not gonna fucking shave it okay and so it was fucking yeah awful yeah. like awful and this person like stops like they had just like been spotted oh, they were like <laughs> and then they like stared for a second and then it was like like they had found what they were looking for like taking a few steps forward and then walked into the store to just tell me like Oh, I thought you were Jack Black, and then walked out. That's it. Whoa, it was weird. Like, well, it's good that they fucking did that. Like, had they, they said, not gone yeah, in and told you, you know, that? That's thank God for you telling me that, because like, yeah, now it would have actually been. What a I relief. always thought it was weirder that, like, you didn't need to do that. Instead, no, of, like, if it were me, I would like, be like, no, I, go I tell that guy why I stared at him for. No, a that's so. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for. I, I would have never. <laughs> oh shit, that's something now that I've got to think about doing when I like see something weird. It's like, oh. just to clarify, everyone. <laughs> I wasn't. Yeah, don't kill me. <laughs> no, I look. Oh, just like oh, earlier today, I had a weird moment like that. Like the um, people that live below me in a, in the apartment below me. Uh, just they moved in not too long ago. Um, an Asian family. I, I, I like in the middle of the night. Like it, I'm not even not in the middle of the night. Like at eleven o'clock one night, I fucking hear the most like beautiful fucking singing i've like i'm like holy shit like Whoa. disney princess like oh like fucking hitting notes like uh -huh. hitting my ceiling with notes that she's sitting like so <laughs> yeah so i was telling uh i was telling people about it like man my opera neighbor blah blah, blah is fucking awesome so megan asks me like oh well if she's that good she's got to perf be performing somewhere so you should find out where she performs so we can go and see her because I would like that. If yeah. she's good, let's go. Well, I finally get a chance to see, like, I'm there outside. And I was like, hey, uh, one of, like, one of you guys, like, somebody sings. And uh, and they, like, got this, like, look like I was going to ask him to be quiet. And I was like, no, 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 it's awesome. Like, it's really good. In fact, I was 30 minutes late for Mother's Day dinner <laughs> because I was sitting on my bed just going, like, shit, that is awesome. <laughs> and they're just, like, looking at each other and, 
And I was like, do you like, cause she's like, Oh, it's me. And uh, I was like, Oh, you're awesome. Like, do you perform anywhere? And that's when I realized that her English was pretty broken as she was trying to talk to me. And I was like, it got really weird. And then her dad like pulled up in a car and I was just like, well, no, you should perform somewhere. And it was just like, Oh God, this got so fucking weird. I'm just talking about that her singing. Sucks, sir. Dude, Shit. Man. I don't know what to do. Cause she's like, she's not an adult. She's as soon like as 14 I, or something. Yeah, like as soon as I approached the situation, I was like, God damn it, this is fucking <laughs> so uh, I hadn't even showered yet. Like I woke up and I was like, oh no, I've got to go like take care of my ex-wife's dogs. I got to go put it back in the house for her. Whoa. So I like just it ran down, like basically threw clothes on, like looked like shit. I don't know what my hair probably looked so serial killery, you know, <laughs> just like just what you picture, like the dude, oh, well, yeah, I, I think he is hiding bodies in his walls. Like there's no place else to really put them. Dude, that is so awesome. There's so many when, moments in my life like that where you start talking and immediately you're like, oh, shit. Why did I this do this? This was such a good idea. I know it was. What the fuck went wrong? You know what happens to me? Oh, I was just talking gosh. to somebody about this the other day. I don't know if this happens to anything like this happens to you, but I, I literally, have you ever had a conversation where like there, there's something I've had to accept about myself. There is some way, just the way that I carry myself and the way that I speak where to some people, it sounds like I'm making demands of them <laughs> or, or like calling them out for something. And like, it's not most people, but it's some people I will literally be like, um, Hey, um, what'd you do last night? Did you, did you get drunk? Uh, and they'll be like, Oh, would it be weird if I got drunk? And I'm like, uh, n no, no I'm not. And then I'll say something like, I'm sorry. I, did I sound weird? What the fuck, man? What do you mean? Did you sound weird? And I'm like, I, I don't know how to talk. I don't, I'm not <laughs> good with talking I, to you. Yeah. Whatever's happening here. I don't think you, I don't think what it seems you like think you're I, hearing words I, I didn't say. That's, <laughs> it's like you, but if you say that, they're like, oh, what the fuck is yeah, your problem? It's, yeah. Did you, it seems like you're reading a text that I just text you in your, the way you wanted to read it. Yeah. But that's not how I just spoke those I'm words. I'm standing in front of you, you saying, like, so did you party at all last night? I've had, oh, so I party a lot? Well, like, oh, no, you think I'm dude. a fucking alcoholic and I need to go back to church? Is that what you fuck? All right, mom. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, mom. God. Yeah, you're filling in all these blanks. It happens to me like <laughs> once or twice a year, and I'm just like, oh, right. Oh, God. Some people just straight up will never get me. Dude, no. one dude, I this is true. I used to live um, in Fresno, California, um, which is a tough town if you're arty in the least. But there's one part of town called the Tower District where like all the artists and like, gay people and punks live and stuff. And it's great. It's like one of my favorite places in the world. And so I never, I think I would may have been more cautious with how I like address people other places, but I wasn't there. I just wasn't used to it. And like some, a friend of mine brought over some gangbangery people, but they weren't like, they weren't in a gang. They were yeah. just kind of like, gang adjacent i would say yeah, like okay. maybe the types of dudes who like went to prison and then got out and were like chill now but like maybe still had that vibe even that kind of person whatever it, it was it was weird i had a party at my house and my friend brought some people that were like not from the world i'm from yeah um but they were 
cool. They were fine. Except one of them, I said, hey, man, what's your name? And he, he was like, oh, hey. And I don't remember his name. And uh, and then, because uh, this was fucking 10 years ago now. And uh, I w- got wasted. And then I was talking to him and some other people. And I was like, shit, dude, I'm so sorry. What's your name again? And he, he was like, no worries. And he said his name. Then at like three o'clock in the morning, I was like, man, I'm so fucked up. I, I'm such a bad person. Remind me of your name again. And he goes, this dude's a fucking cop, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, I was like, I live here, man. And he's like, nah, man, I've been watching you all night. You're fucking watching us, dude. You're going to fucking, the cops are going to show up any minute. We're all getting fucking rounded up. And I was like, dude, I don't, this is literally my home. Yeah, that would like, be crazy, but I'm like panicking, you know. Oh yeah, this dude's—he's at eleven, That's... and I—he was just—I was like, I don't even know, and he's just staring at me like this motherfucker's a cop, dude. Look at him, look at this motherfucker. He's a fucking sellout cop, bitch, and just is like staring me down and starts like squared off on me, and eventually all my friends were like, you have to go, and they all like made him go. Yeah, but like, oh, God. I don't know, man. Sometimes you just, no matter what you do, you're gonna you're... come off. Well, I had however you come on. I, I I work in retail, and uh-huh. so in oh like, god, I can't it, even it imagine. Sucks. So like, I the other day because of the stu- like pop the stupid fucking pop doll fucking collectible things that I have got oh, some yeah, behind yeah. you. People go ape shit, right. ape shit over them, ape shit. I'm not fucking ape shit. They, they freak out. I some guy comes into the store and he's looking for a specific one, and. One of my coworkers is like, I don't know much about that stuff. I'll have you talk to Jason. He works here. He's yeah. here all the time. He knows. He knows. He knows about this stuff. Yeah. And so he's like, Hey, I'm looking for this one. And I go, Oh, those ones came out like a while ago. We sold through them already, you know. And he's like, Those came out in February. I'm part of an online group. I know all about this. And I'm like, All right, dude. I just pull them out of boxes and put them out on shelves. So Whoa. you probably know more about it than I do. Uh-huh. Um, oh, by reading it, reading up on them, I just know that even then, like that was a while ago. I could have swore we got them in even before that, but it doesn't matter. We 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 don't have them right now. We're sold. We're sold out of them. Uh-huh. And then he uh, like still just it was he just was walking around kind of being an asshole. <laughs> and I'm so I'm the manager on duty, so I have to circle around the whole store. I just have to get I just make sure that everybody's being taken care of and that yeah. all of my employees are doing what they're supposed to be doing. And then he's up at the register harassing I say her I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna step that back. He's at, at the register talking to one of my other coworkers trying uh-huh. to track down this this thing and he starts st- holding up the line at to which point I have to now go up and she's told him, yeah, we don't have that. Nowhere has that. (laughs) We can't get it in. It's gone. And I walk up and I don't talk to him. I talk to her and I go, yeah, Kirsten, those came in a while ago and we don't have them. And he goes, what's your fucking problem with me, man? And I go, whoa, dude, (laughs) like, I don't, I really like, honestly, I don't have a problem with you. I was like, I haven't had, like, there's been no personal attacks. (laughs) There's no problem here. I just, I, I, I just told you, he's like, you've been following me around the store. (laughs) And uh, I'm like, I, I'm, I, yeah, dude. Yep. Cause you know where I can't leave. 
I they this pain what I do. Can, they, I, I would love to jump inside those people's head. It's, I would really love they, to know the, like how that got mapped well, out. And and so I actually got called. They he called corporate. Oh, hell yeah, corporate. And they complained and they were gonna write me up. And I told my boss I was like I won't sign it. Yeah, if you're gonna write me up on that based on that guy, I was like, did you did you hear what the guy behind him in line said? And she's like, no. And I was like, there was a guy behind him in line that was like, what's that guy's problem? He's an asshole. He's like, if if he's going to call, because I had to write down like all the numbers and like hand it. Like, he, yeah, here's my manager's name. You can call her and talk to her about what a dick I am yeah. for telling you no. No, we don't have that. Yeah. He's the dude that didn't get laid also. He was just like, fucking bitches always not giving up giving it up what's their problem it's like well because oh, you have a shit personality and you and have no nothing one to fucking offer owes you anything yeah exactly what who who the fuck do you think you are dude by the way i mean it, like but to so segueing the, into comp well okay no go ahead yeah so anyway the guy behind him in line was like give me the number to the manager too so he was like i'm calling and i'm gonna be like that guy who complained about him i saw him in the store the whole time and he was an asshole and he did <laughs> it's the first time i've ever been like he even came back in the store he's like i just wanted to make sure that they got that message that that guy That's was amazing. an asshole I was here the whole time. I saw him being an asshole, and I was like, you've become my favorite person. Yeah. You're the, like, I'm not going to let a guy be an asshole in public and get away with it. Dude, yeah. What a cool guy. Oh, my but, God. Yeah. So, it isn't it segueing into comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it reminded me of, like, uh, the thing you were saying about people who feel entitled, especially dudes who are, like, identify like nerdy or bullied or whatever feeling entitled to sex oh, and yeah. calling women bitches cuz that like i'm nice so why won't women fuck me thing is a there's is, such in, dude that shit infuriates me more than the, the fucking dickheads. yeah mm -hmm. the dickheads and that's, it's all, it's can, can i tell you it's sleazier to me cuz it's like it really, it's it's a dishonest act. You're not a good person. You're because not. You're not like you. You, you are. You're you've been fake nice the whole time. That's the whole thing, and yeah. that's what. Uh, one, there's a guy here locally, Jonathan Falconer, and he has a bit on it where he's like, "You just, you just basically think that they're prostitutes, and like kindness is the currency. Like wow. that's what it well is. Said. Like that's what yeah. you guys think. Oh, dude, he's brilliant. He's a." Uh, getting a PhD in pharmaceutical chemistry right now. Holy so shit. What's his name again? Jonathan Falcon. Jonathan Falcon. Really cool. fucking, fucking smart guy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, he, he did the show up in Ogden with Christian Spicer. Oh, and cool. Me, like, so, but he, he's like, why? He's like, I don't want to be a pharmaceutical chemist. I want to do acid and not come across like an idiot. You know <laughs> how you do that? You get it. You get a fucking doctor. Wow. <laughs> he's like, no one's going to tell a pharmaceutical chemist that they're an idiot because they like acid. <laughs> Wow, that's cool. <laughs> How fucking funny is that? I love that man. Yeah, but he's yeah, but that's it. That's cool, it, man. It bugs me. Like, I right right there with you on that. So yeah, and it yeah, you it's probably annoying. see it a lot more on like or not. I, I haven't seen it in a while, but really, there was a period of time in, like when the nerd boom like first real when nerdist like really blew up, and there were a lot of like people getting into comedy because they're nerds and yeah. nerds were being evangelized when that happened it sucked so bad because like you would think that people that are nerdy and they're getting into an art form because they kind of realized it's accessible to them and they're interested in it like nerdy arty that's generally what i like in people yeah. you know but then you 
being on stage, the anxiety of it and the like loneliness of their life or whatever, like, you know, like stand up can turn into vitriol and anger and and hate and stuff just by nature of that. It's like such a catharsis. It's a, and, event. Well, and it's a brutal thing because you get it. It's it's easy to turn. It's easier for some people to hate other people for their own failures than rather than oh, yeah. just accept it as with comedy. A lot of the time it's like it's not that those people were fucking funnier than me. That's plain and oh, simple. All that to, it, what it is, and you have that. to, you have. That's the problem: is that there's too many people that that won't accept. that won't accept that. You and know, it's the other somebody else's like... fault. I re- I read Comic Insights. It was by Franklin Ajay. It's a fucking. There was. It's just interviews. He just interviewed comics about just different things, like what yeah. they thought about. Chris Rock says something about that because I at the time I needed it because I was at that point where I'm like, I have some fucking great jokes. I've worked so fucking hard on them, and they're. Like, why am I not getting more opportunities to tell these jokes at different places or do whatever it is? Right. And it's just like he talks about the whole stack being stagnant as a comic is because you stopped writing. Where, yeah. What new road joke did you write? Yeah. That new joke's the one that's going to take you here. And then that joke will take you here. And he's like, it's a constant writing yeah. thing. But uh, And that was one of the coolest things as far as, cool, I need to not be a bitter asshole. But there are p- people that will turn that against other people or yeah and they'll fall down. i mean it's such it's such bad news i mean you can do it with the audience you can do it against your mm-hmm. fellow comedians and especially early on in comedy it's interesting like because there are always truths in that sometimes like of course there are comedians who get things undeservedly and of course there are comics that are shitty to other comedians and fucking of course sometimes there are audiences that are a bunch of assholes, you know? But especially early on, it doesn't behoove you to think that way because it's unproductive. If you That's if you I- teach yourself to take responsibility, it'll be hard on you. It'll make you sad because you'll feel like aggressively not bad. You'll you'll judge yourself really hard. But you'll also then get better you because you'll so react faster. to yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Well, and I I don't know I I beat myself up after even after a good show. Totally, like I'll come home and I'll be like I'll lose sleep over it. Oh, that like, one joke. Fuck God, God joke damn didn't it. hit. I did. I left this tag out. I fucking worked like I knew that tag. And how the fuck didn't I fit it in there? Well, or, and then the flip side though is that also I think that um, part of it is learning how to not do that. I will say yeah. like I'm really I beat myself up hard. I'm my own worst critic in a bad way. I'm like yeah. basically mean to myself. I am too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And in the past year or so, I've been taking like a like conscious steps to be like, okay, let's let's actually be realistic. I'll like I didn't like this thing in my set, but as an entire set it was good. It was a good set. Yeah. yeah. Or Caleb Sinan, who is a great comic and a very good friend of mine, one of my favorite people to talk to about comedy. He says he has, man, he has the best attitude about comedy and he always has. And I like, I got back from the road uh, and he, we did a show together in LA that was packed. And uh, it's a good room that I've done before. And, uh, and I had a fine set, but I didn't destroy by any yeah and there was like a joke or two that i really like that didn't like hit the level that i really would have liked them to be at and i i was talking to him about it and i was like 
talking to him about the set and taping because uh, I was taping it to make a, a to submit for Conan or something. Yeah, and um, being on the road and the difference between that and L.A. And he goes, he's like, "Well, man, that was a good set. wasn't a great set. wasn't a bad set. It was a good set. And if you think about it, most sets should be that way because if they're all great." Then they'll just be they'll then they're actually just good. good. <laughs> then there's nothing to actually shoot for. There's no there's nothing special about a great set. You're a good comic. You do good sets, and you know that's what you do, and that's what I do, and that's what we all do. And it's such a and I think he meant even more like there are so many factors that go in to making a show and a set what it is. Yeah, that like. I mean, and we're talking your mood about comedy, your mood that day, that day in general. Everyone in the audience, their mood, then their collective mood, the space itself, uh, and the producers, and even other things too that I can't even think of right yeah. now. So, like, well, even host who went host, up before you, absolutely. Who, who were the, the like temperature the of the act. room? Yeah, exactly. Music being played in the room. Some like hecklers if they exist, or yeah. like I don't know. Just a, I was like, that's what, I remember when I first started comedy. I was a huge Mitch Hedberg fan, and I was like, cool. So it's good writing. You have to have a good good writing timing and delivery that's it yeah that's it and i like i took that like just simple idea and went went to work just writing jokes and trying to do that and now that i've been doing comedy like almost you know seven coming up on seven years i'm like shit yeah there's so much fucking oh, somebody man, asked like me the other day things. what goes through your head while you're on stage and it was just like I have five fuck, simultaneous man. patterns I don't, of thought i was happening. like i don't i yeah. I couldn't tell. I can't explain it to you because. Yeah, man. There's I'm like prepping, always the part I'm of your prepping brain. The next joke, but I'm also telling this joke to you, and I'm still very much focused and on this. Joke. Analyzing and the crowd. Look, yep. And there's always like a little bit of worry, right in the back of my head, and then there's a ton of like adrenaline mm -hmm. and just in the moment excitement all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's such a weird. Crazy. That's what I don't. I. Him at like it, it was an exciting question, honestly, to think about. So, I'm like, fuck, like, that's a good, yeah. that's a really good question. Isn't but that I can't cool about stand up, it. too? How there's like a million things you have to learn, and that's why, like, you you keep it, it, you keep you have to like shift focus and you become like a crowd work comedian for a little bit, or you become like a riffing comic, yep. and then you're someone who's just writing. And I'm like, right now, working on the more like calm, standstill, demure kind of sarcastic like whereas for a long time I was like really loud and bombastic yeah. and I want to be somewhere in between all that yeah but you gotta like you have try to it all out all, yeah I, and that's and you should I, yeah. I hate it when I don't know like there's some people that I'm, I've seen and they've just found their their voice just quickly yeah and they didn't have to go through different different things and keep shaping it and but like then and they growing have other it. But then they have I to exactly out. yeah. But and then that's also me going like fuck that guy just doesn't do like that guy is just so good naturally and I don't know. Yeah, I'm just seeing this. I'm not seeing what happens when he fucking walks off stage and goes home and who knows if he just sleeps inside a fucking notebook. If, yeah, you know there's what I'm that. Saying? He could it'd be just one of those fucking neurotic. Guys, that if I went in his house, I'd think he was a serial killer because his walls just fucking written. Edged with jokes. Fucking, yeah, like, 
Joe then Walsh. this one, yeah, he comes over here and yeah. So yeah, but I, comedy's just fucking awesome. So anyway, thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I was like, we've been we'll talking talk. for a while. I, I just like, like yeah, happened was, uh, to glance at my phone. I was like, it's been over I gotta an go hour. To bed. That's why I was like, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna wrap it up. Let you get some sleep. Uh, um, thank you so much for for uh, coming on the show. Um, anything that you would like to plug? Oh, I don't know. I'm always touring, and I got I don't know. I got a bunch of stuff. All that I'm always working on. So it's all cool. on my website, DaveToTheRoss.com. Cool. Yeah. And I can't think. Do I have... I will have a new short film coming out at some point this year. And other than that, just touring, I think. Yeah. Cool. Well, definitely uh, DaveToTheRoss.com. Yeah. Dude, thank you Twitter. so much for oh, like yeah, everything. Like Salt Lake's been awesome. You guys were the best. Thank you. Thanks for having me on this and on the show. Yeah, crazy absolutely. Sushi show. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Anytime you're in town, please come back. We'd love to have you back. Dude, of course. So. Yeah, I'll be back soon. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks so much, Dave. Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, this has been Stupid Questions on the Earhole Media Network. Thanks.